Welcome back to episode 47 of the What's the Dill podcast. Thank you all for checking in. Um, how y'all doing? You having a good day? You having a good week? Uh, I'm having a great week. Wanted to have a couple of pieces of news, couple things that are happening to fill you all in on. I was recently on the Yes Catholic podcast, which uh, is a great podcast and brand. Um, there's a website, blog, uh, Instagram, um, guy named David Patterson, a great Catholic out of Toronto. He runs this brand. And I was on his podcast recently. It was a great conversation. Just talked about the faith, talked about my journey. It was a lot of fun. I hope you can check it out. Also support Yes Catholic. They're doing great stuff over there. Um, love what they're doing. So it was a lot of fun to record that podcast and talk with him on that. Jumping into this week's episode, the Easter season is upon us. We're a couple weeks in. The victory is won. That's what the theme of this episode is about. The victory is won. How do we live that out though? How do we live out the victory of the Easter season in our everyday life? I love Easter because I love like the just like renewal of it. I love that like the power of it, that Jesus rose from the dead and that's the victory. Like Jesus said he was going to rise from the dead and he did. That victory over death, that victory over sin is something that we still have. We're still in that victory. And I think we as a people, as Christians, as Catholics out there, we need to be living out the victory of Jesus's resurrection loudly every single day. Because like, that's the whole point of all of this. The whole point of all of this, the whole point of life, the whole point of salvation history is that we are sinners Jesus redeemed us, he rose from the dead, and that victory is won. We already won. We're on the winning team. The game is over. We won already. It's garbage time. We are in the game. It is fourth quarter. We're up by 50 points. The game's in the bag. Like, that's what life is. Life is playing in a game that's already won, game in the bag, up by 50 points. And we should be living that out. We should be living out that victory because the world around us, they tell us, hey, you don't deserve to be happy because there's injustice out there. Because other people and everyone's not happy, you can't be happy. You can't live um, the victory of the Easter season. You know, like there's bad things that happen. Therefore, everyone needs to be sad and miserable. Um, Life is hopeless. Life is pointless because there's bad things out there. But we know as Christians that Jesus, his victory over death is actually a reason for hope to get through bad times, to get through challenges, because that's the final destination. That is the game that's already been won. So bad times are not what it's all about. They're actually just a bump in the road about what it's all about, what life is all about, that the victory over death and sin has been won. And we have that. That is a part of us. That is a part of our soul, our lives. So the world is saying, hey, Don't even like, you can't even go outside. It's just, it's bad out there. There's so much corruption and evil and people, you know, be hopeless. There's nothing out there that's worth being victorious or happy or positive about because there's so much bad out there. But again, our hope in Jesus is that the true historical fact that Jesus rose from the dead gives us the chance to be positive, happy, and alive in that Easter victory. So like we're on the winning team and the winning team has room for everyone. The winning team, the bench is big. The bench is the whole stadium. Everyone can come play in the game. Hey, you're a spectator top row. You can actually come play in this game and you're on the winning team. You're on the winning team. We're all on the winning team. 
and we need to act like it. That's something that I felt in my life more is like acting like I'm on the winning team because yeah, life can get hard. Life can get challenging. There's relationship issues. There is work issues, career issues, school issues. There's, you know, trauma issues. There's things that we deal with, emotional scars, sin in our life. There's a lot of bad things, but that doesn't define us. Those bad, hard things do not define us. What defines us is that Jesus died for us, rose from the dead, and we can live in that victory every single day. And the Easter season is a yearly reminder of that. The yearly reminder that, hey, it's good out there, actually. It's actually really, really good because Jesus rose from the dead. So hard times, yeah, that's just like, that's a blip on the radar. That's a bump in the road. But how do we live out the Easter season? How do we live out that victory? So I have a few ways of how we can live out the Easter season and live in that victory. So Jesus sealed the deal. He sealed the win when he rose from the dead. How do we live out being Easter people and living out being in victory every single day? Number one, I think an easy way that we can be a people of Easter and Easter people is by being positive, by being you know, happy by being joyful, by being energetic, being positive, having an energy that is opening and welcoming to people that is like relational and extends the arm to people, not takes away that we're looking outward towards others and not just looking inwards towards us. And what I mean by that is like, it's so easy to let the hardships of my personal life weigh me down and think about no one else. And just say, hey, you know what? My life's hard. That's all I'm going to worry about. I don't care if you're out there. I don't care if you have hard times. I don't care if you have good times. I don't care what's going on with you because my life is hard. And that's all your boy's going to think about is the hard life that I've been dealt. But that's not a way to live. That super self-centered, inward-looking like perspective, that's not, that's not being an Easter people. That's not living the victory. Living in the victory is being open, outward, positive having a smile on your face and not just saying, hey, I'm just going to smile through the pain and smile through everything that's bad. It doesn't matter what's out there. I'm just going to smile through it. No, but like being hopeful in the long run, knowing that hard times don't define us, knowing that, hey, like there is a victory out there that we're a part of and like speaking about that, talking about that, reminding ourselves, reminding friends, reminding family, having an attitude and energy that is hopeful And it's surprising. I don't know about you, but out there in the world, whoever you talk to, like people of all different walks of life, like there's a lot of negativity out there. And and negativity a lot of times is the default mode of people. Just like talk about family, negative. Talk about kids, negative. Talk about school, negative. Talking about work, negative. Talking about people, negative. Talking about things that happen, negative. Like negativity can be the default mode of a lot of people. And I know I fall into that sometimes. Sometimes you just want to vent and just be like, yeah, some guy, yeah, yeah, some guy cut me off the work and then a guy in line at Target, he was just like, you know, trying to find his change. It's like, hey, buddy, you ever gone to a store before? You know, like my impatience comes out just like anyone else. But these things like negativity can be like, you know, momentarily, you know, understandable, but like overall, I want to have a perspective and a smile and a heart that's open, hopeful, that is like drawing people in and reflects the light of Jesus, the risen Jesus, to other people. And that is a great witness. That shines to people. People can see that. I know I see people. When I see someone who's just hopeful, who's positive, who has an energy and like a light about them that is obviously coming from the Lord, I'm like, yes, that is, that's how I want to be too. I want to remember that that's what life's about. Having that reflecting God's love of the risen, reflecting the risen Jesus' love for us 
to the world as opposed to like negative, oh, this is bad, this stinks. Can you believe what's happening with elections? You know what I mean? Like that stuff can just weigh us down. So that's, I think, a strong way we can all live as an Easter people and live out the victory. The number two way I think that we can be an Easter people and live out the victory of the resurrection is talking about it, being about it, letting it be a part of our everyday life. Like it is a historical event that Jesus rose from the dead. Like this is in history books that the man named Jesus who called himself Messiah, teacher, he died, he was crucified, and then he, you know, wrote, rose from that he wasn't there. These are like hist historical facts. And, you know, we kind of just, yeah, cool, great. Easter, Jesus Christ from the dead, Easter bunny. You know, we kind of let, we kind of distill it down to just like something cool. Oh yeah, like my Lord and Savior rose from the dead, cool. No one else has ever rose from the dead ever in the history of man. If your uncle rose from the dead, you would be at the bars every single night talking about it, telling everyone that your uncle rose from the dead. You'd be like, yo, 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 come here, come here, yeah, yeah, let's tell them the story about how your uncle rose from the dead. And you would hear it over and over and over. And every single person would be in shock hearing this story of your uncle rising from the dead. And you know what? That's just your uncle. If you're just, that's just your uncle who does uncle stuff, you know, who is just your uncle. And if he rose from the dead, people would want to talk to this guy, speak to this guy, hear about this guy's story. And, you know, your uncle would be like, yeah, you know, I didn't think growing up how I grew up, I was going to be a guy who rose from the dead, but now I am. And you know what? This is pretty great. And he, that guy would be like the biggest celebrity in the world. And he's just your uncle. I mean, think about your uncle. He's just your uncle. And this guy would be the biggest celebrity in the world. If he rose from the dead and Jesus really did rise from the dead. And it's just kind of like something that's easy just to float over and be like, and Jesus rose from the dead on the third day. And then, you know, he resurrected the temple and uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's great. And so now we kind of continue on, but letting that this fact that Jesus rose from the dead, the dead that he came down as man died and rose from the dead. It's like, Everything changed after that. The entire world, every single person who was born before that and after that, everything is different now. It's like the most critical moment in the human history. Everything is different when Jesus rose from the dead. Heaven was open to all of us. The place we all want to go or trying to go, whether we know it or not, that like, that's where we're going. And Jesus opened that gate for us. He creaked open that gate when he swiped the rock away from the uh, tomb. So it's like talking about that, I think even talk about it amongst your friends, your family, like getting into that nitty gritty of that historical fact that Jesus rose from the dead. Like, wow, a guy really was dead and now is alive. And he's not just a guy, he's the Lord who said he was gonna do that, who said he was gonna die and rise from the dead. He did that. Like that, that's, and that's our God. And not only did he do that, he loves us. This is a guy who loves us, who loves you, who wants the best for you, who wants a personal relation with you. This is not just your uncle who's going to be talking at bars about him rising from the dead. This is a Lord who wants to know you, wants to know me, and wants to have a personal relationship with all of us. So like talking about that historical fact has really been something for me that I've really been pondering about this Easter and this Lent, but this Easter, um, and it's been super cool. And like I've been talking about with some friends about like, yeah, the fact that Jesus, the man, the God, died and rose from the dead. So talk about it. Let's also talk about this. And that's a great way to live out the Easter season too. And third, I think a great way to live out the Easter season and live out the victory of Easter is to live out like the miracles. Look for the miracles and the signs and the wonders that Jesus is about. Because like 
Jesus rose from the dead. This is a this is like the God of power, the God who can do this. He's the same God who's alive today, full body and soul divinity in heaven. And he's on the move. He's moving in people's hearts. This happened 2,000 years ago. He's still on the move today. That same risen Jesus is on the move today. So let's look for the signs and the wonders. Let's just not look for the negativity out in the press, out in the news, out on social media, out in conversations, out in the world at work. Let's not just look for the negativity and the things that are bad and are going to crumble and are going to be corrupt. Let's look for the signs and wonders. Let's not miss it. That's something that I've been trying to do is like, look and see where Jesus is moving. Because like, yeah, of course there's bad things. There's going to be bad things. There's always bad things. There's always been bad things. There'll always be hard and bad things. But Jesus is always moving. Let's look for where Jesus is moving in people's hearts, in institutions, in groups, and see where Jesus and the Holy Spirit are on the move. Because he's on the move. This is Jesus is not just trying to be like, I rose from the dead. I'm chilling in heaven. No, he's moving in people's hearts. He's moving in the lives of others out there. So let's, this season for the next 40 days or whenever till Pentecost is, let's look for those signs of Jesus. Like, okay, that's that's Jesus. Just like the guys in the road to Maus, which was the gospel last week, they were talking to someone and then they saw the signs and they knew it was Jesus when Jesus broke the bread. They said, that's Jesus. They saw the sign of Jesus. So let's make sure that we're looking for those signs of the Lord working, the Lord moving, and not just look for signs of trouble, signs of toil. We know there's toiling out there. We all toil a little bit, but let's not make sure that that we're saying, oh, that that's all the world is. No, no, no. Jesus is on the move and do not miss it. Okay. That is it for me today. Thank you all so much for listening, for watching. Make sure you like, subscribe, YouTube, uh, podcast platforms, social media. This has been a lot of fun. Um, I love making these videos and these uh, podcasts. Um, share this with a friend. Share this with someone you think might want to see this. Um, I'd love for you know you anyone to reach out and to tell me your thoughts on anything that I'm talking about. Um, yeah, the Easter season's upon us. Let's make sure that we're you know really living it out and help you know keep me accountable because uh, I need to be accountable and believe these things that I'm saying and that God is working in my heart. So thank you all for watching. Thank you all for listening. Talk to you soon.